Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here today and this is going to be a saucy little episode and we're talking about the compound effect in terms of how it can serve you in life and your relationships and your business and all the things. I think this is going to be really helpful. But before I dive in, I just have to take a quick second and truly thank you. The fact that this podcast is resonating with you enough that you are sharing it on social media, leaving reviews on iTunes, telling your coworkers, telling your friends, just telling me, even sliding into my DMs and saying, Keisha, this podcast matters to me. That is why I started this thing. And when I'm recording episodes by myself in downtown San Diego with my dog, Lizzie, just sitting on my feet, I don't know what's going to resonate with you. I just envision us chatting, having coffee, and just being girlfriends and trying to freaking figure this out together. So thank you for letting me know how it's impacting you because that's why I'm here. So thank you. Thank you. That being said, I know you and I know that you're busy. So I want to dive into the content and just help you build the life that you're freaking obsessed with. So let's talk about the compound effect and how it's not really the big things that actually make up where we are now. It's the tiny little things that are so easy to do, but also so easy not to do that really build what we have now in our lives. It's not like you eat one cookie and all of a sudden you're like, what the, how did I gain 20 pounds from one cookie? Right? Just like you don't snap one time at your husband because you can't remember your own bank of America password. And all of a sudden he's asking you for a divorce. That's not how it works. It's those things that are so small though, that we don't choose to tweak because it's like eh, one cookie is not going to matter. And it won't. One cookie is not going to derail all of your progress from consistent effort in your health and fitness goals. Just like eh, one little snap over a Bank of America password, although it is so freaking annoying when they tell you your Bank of America password is wrong and then you can't use your last five passwords. Like what the heck? I don't even know any of the passwords beside the point. Point is one little snap is probably not going to cause a divorce. But in reality, it is those tiny little habits compounded over time, the compilation of those that add up either to massive success and results that we're looking for or a slow decline of progress or happiness that leads to not only discomfort, but dissatisfaction. And in some cases, if we're talking about relationships, divorce or 20 extra pounds that you're carrying around on your body. You may have heard of this topic um, through the book by Darren Hardy that I highly recommend called the compound effect. But I just think it's really important that we chat about how we can use this basic principle to manage our mindset and use it to serve us. So before we dive into three different tips that I want to share with you, I need to take you back so you can kind of understand when I really decided to lean into this compound effect principle and use it to serve me because you might be at this stage right now. So for me, it was about five years ago. I was working in a full-time job and I was building my online coaching business before and after work. So for a visual, I remember this exact moment that I want to share with you where I was sitting on a couch in our downtown 
New York City apartment. It was 600 square feet. It was basically one room. (laughs) I actually had to like blow dry my hair in the kitchen because the outlets in the bathroom didn't work. So it was that kind of apartment. (laughs) And it had one window, which was facing the alleyway. And I was sitting this oversized flannel, gigantic messy bun, definitely no makeup, glasses on. It was probably around like 11, 11.30 p.m. My boyfriend, Cena was in dental school at NYU. And at the time, I was working full-time at Google. That was my corporate job. And I remember he was going to bed because he had a super early class. And I told him I was going to be up for a little bit longer because I was working on you know my business. And as he was going to bed, I just burst into tears. And it was this like overwhelming feeling because I was working so hard and I physically was trying to keep my actual eyelids open because I wanted to stay up. I was in the stage of my business where I was obsessed with working. And honestly, I'm still obsessed with what I do, but I'm just a lot more balanced and intentional now than I was back then when I was first starting because I didn't know how to manage it all. And I was so freaking tired. So through like doubt-filled tears, I asked Tina, I'm like, is this going to work? Like, is this going to work out the way that I thought? Like, do you actually think that I can do this? And I remember so vividly what he said. He was like, babe, of course you can. You are doing this right now. You're pushing a monster truck tire up a hill and it feels so heavy and it feels so hard because you're figuring this out. You've never done this before and you're pushing so hard towards your goals. But once you get this tire to the top of the hill, you're still going to have bumps but it's going to be so much more manageable because of what you've learned while you're pushing that tire up. I know that you've got this. Keep going, right? I don't know how eloquent he said it, but that's what I remember. And it stuck with me because it felt so true. It was like I needed this visual analogy of this monster truck tire because when you're starting something new or you're working really hard on something and you don't quite have the hang of it or you're pushing towards a really big goal that you're not quite sure if you can actually manage and you've got people chirping in your ear like, is that a real job? Or Sally Sue on Instagram who's telling you what they think about your business. It's so freaking hard especially if you don't have the confidence that comes from building this business over time or that confidence in yourself because you're on your personal growth journey and it's new or you don't have the proof of results that it is actually working. It's in those stages that it's not the actual work. At least it wasn't for me. That was really hard. It wasn't what I needed to do, right? It was those easy things that were simple to do and simple not to do. But because I was my own worst critic, I was asking myself all of the questions like, when the F am I going to get this? Will this get easier? Am I capable? But in reality, as soon as I started to look at that effort through the lens of the compound effect of consistency over time, it felt like it was easier to manage because I wasn't just pushing to get it done. I was pushing to learn and the process to grow through what I go through and to give myself pep talks and a little bit more pep in my step. I was looking at this through the lens of the compound effect of, okay, I just need to do these tiny little things that are easy to do. Also easy not to do, but the difference is I'm going to actually do them and I'm going to stay consistent and I'm going to believe that this is going to work. So I want to share a couple of things that I did that I think were really helpful for me that helped me really develop the business that I have, the relationship that I have, the consistency in my fitness, and honestly, my mindset. So number one, I think it's crucial that you find your baseline pace. I think sometimes we get so damn excited about something, whether it's a goal in your business or your fitness, the newness, the newness of a relationship or a new class or a training program or a new job. We just get so freaking fired up. We forget that the actual goal is we have to have sustained 
energy over time. We have to be steadfast. Burning out does not serve us. So if you're someone who gets really excited, like I do, Enneagram 7, holla, I have to be very aware of that. And so often I talk to women in my business about how if they're building a business, like driving a stick shift car, like, like, you know, picture your body jolting back and forth. If you're driving a stick shift car up a hill, it's so much more difficult to do that. Start, stop, start, stop of like, I'm all in. Ooh, I'm all in breaks versus finding a consistent pace that you can actually manage. Because once you've got that consistency down, then you can crank it up if needed. But finding that baseline first is crucial because then you can tweak from there once you already have the confidence in the baseline. Going from like never working out to working out two hours a day and like having this picture perfect meal plan and expecting that you're gonna be 100% is crazy. So the person that's never worked out should probably start with moving. 20 minutes a day and then proving to herself that she can and then coming into, you know, a week or two of doing that, building from there. Same goes with business. It's finding those things that you can do daily or even, you know, five days a week or whatever it may be to get the hang of it and build up that consistency muscle and get that momentum at your back. And then you can add something to it or habit stack, as I've talked about in previous episodes. It's like building a house. You're not just going to throw a mansion on top of a shaky foundation without building that framework first. But sometimes we miss that. So find your baseline pace first. That's crucial. And then number two, this is crucial as well, developing the belief that you will get a return on your investment of time and effort. It's really freaking hard to remember that though. Every single thing that we're doing, it does have a benefit or it hurts us. There's a ripple effect to every choice, but in an instant gratification society, that's hard to remember that consistency over time is going to give us the best, most sustainable ripple. And this just made me think of like when we lived in downtown New York City at the same time that I was telling you when I was in that oversized flannel messy bun, like crazy stage of my business, we also found out about Amazon Prime One Hour, which was getting tested out in New York City, where you could legit go to your Amazon Prime app and you could order something and it would be delivered in one hour. And Zina and I were just blown away by that. And we actually ordered like Sharpies, I think. And we were like, what the heck? Like, I cannot even believe these Sharpies got delivered to us in one hour. And I remember thinking, this is crazy because I remember when we had AOL like dial up where you like couldn't be on your home phone while you were doing dial up. It was like, and thinking about our future kids, they're going to be like riding around on jetpacks or something. It's going to be even more instant gratification. So we've got to just acknowledge that we're being trained and socialized in society that is giving us these tools that makes it so freaking easy to get things in an instant. So we want that quick fix. We want that instant shipping. We want that instant results. We, I mean, we get frustrated when it takes like 20 seconds for like a web page to load on our phone. We're like, Ugh, my phone is so freaking slow. But we forget that like our phone is this like, I don't even know what it's made of, like glass and plastic. And it's like connecting us to the World Wide web and the cloud. And it fits in our pocket and we like take it with us places. That's so weird, right? But we're being socialized to constantly want instant success. 
but we cannot expect that anything that comes easy and instant will last. Whether that's relationships, business, fitness goals, we have to develop a long-term belief that consistency over time is how we're going to sustain those results, sustain happiness in a relationship, sustain growth in a business. And I think the easiest way to do that is to get really dang conscious about setting goals and developing a game plan towards getting where we want to go that will ensure that we fall in love with the process, not what the process could produce, because we have to stay stay consistent over time to get those long-lasting results that we want, the sustained happiness. That's what we really want. We don't want this like shoot up in happiness and then all of a sudden we just crash back down again. We want sustained happiness over time. So asking yourself the question of how can I fall more in love with the pursuit of this is so dang powerful rather than just obsessing over the end goal and what the process could produce, right? So number two is developing the belief that you will get a return on your investment of time and effort, even though it's hard to remember that when you're in it and you want that instant gratification because everything around you is instant gratification mode, right? And finally, number three, recognize that the small wins are epic confidence deposits. Because once we develop this baseline of how we're going to do something, we fall in love with the process. We have to remember that that combination of having a baseline that we can build from and being obsessed with the process is serving us because the compound effect of those little things that are easy to do and also easy not to do is giving us opportunity that every time that we decide to do those little things, we get to win every single day. And a compilation of wins builds confidence. So we've got to find those small wins. And maybe a good way to do this for you that might work is having a couple of things that you map out for the day that you want to get done. So you'll feel accomplished. Things that you can control, not things that are out of your control, not things that you're waiting on a coworker to give you a deliverable, not things that you're waiting on someone on your team to do, not things that you're waiting on your significant other to do something right, but something that you can control. So when you're mapping out your game plan, this, this could be a way to actually like implement this. I used to do this at work and I do this now um, as a full-time entrepreneur. At work, before I left, I would map out three things for the next day that I was going to do that were super important and highest priority. Because when those three things got done, I started to build up confidence. And it works as an entrepreneur as well, where the night before I go to bed, I'm mapping out what are the main things that I want to get done. So these are things that you can control. They could be small things like work out, I don't know, drink 100 ounces of water, get one major business thing or one major work thing or project done, or, you know, draft a social media post or reply to 25 emails, something that's measurable that for sure can get done that day. Because so often we have this massive to-do list and at the end of the day, we're beating ourselves up over what we didn't get done and we're spiraling and that is not building confidence. But if we are looking for the things that we are doing right, we're going to build that confidence with those tiny little things and those wins for the day. And bonus tip, I guess, that I just thought of is one thing that I do every single night when I'm brushing my teeth before bed. So like in the morning, I brush my teeth. I talk, I talk to myself in my head about what I'm excited about for the day just to get myself pumped. Because, you know, your thoughts create your emotions, which drive your actions. And at night, when I'm brushing my teeth, I think about what I'm proud of myself for for that day. 
It's honestly just an internal dialogue. I'm not saying it out loud. I'm not writing it down. I'm just thinking while I'm brushing my teeth. I'm just like, I'm proud of you for getting that done. I'm proud of you for recording that podcast. I'm proud of you for helping that coach see what she's capable of. I'm proud of you for putting out that scary post on social media. I'm proud of you for having that conversation. I'm proud of you for raising your hand in that meeting, whatever it is, right? What are you proud of yourself about? Because so often we forget to tell ourselves that we're proud. And day after day, if we don't do that, we're missing opportunities to build confidence, to get those confidence deposits in our bucket, in ourselves. And that's not just not fair to us because confident people are built. They don't just arrive, but it's also unfair to the people around us who deserve to be around someone who is working on becoming the best version of themselves, which I know that goal is on your heart. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. This podcast is about growth and empowering you to build a life that you're obsessed with to get out of your own damn way. And let's be real here. Confident people chase their goals. Confident people are proving to themselves that the compound effect is serving them because they're showing up consistently, even on the days that it's hard because they're driven. They're taking purpose-driven action. So to tie this all up in a pretty little bow, because I know that your time is valuable, in order to use the compound effect to serve us, I say you, number one, Find your baseline pace first so you can build on that rather than just going gung-ho, balls to the wall and burning yourself out and then throwing in the towel. That's not going to work for you, right? Number two, develop the belief. That's a mindset that you will get a return on your investment of time and effort, which is going to require that you fall in love with the process, not what the process could produce. And number three, recognize the small wins as confidence deposits. The tiny things that you can check off your to-do list is going to build momentum and excitement and reminding yourself of why you're freaking proud of you is going to help you show up and do the hard things. That's going to get you there. I really believe that. And honestly, girl, what's the alternative? You want to live your life with the shoulda, woulda, coulda? Wondering what it would have been like to go back to school and chase that dream, to start that business, to start that blog, to reach out to that person, to ask for that date, to reconnect with that best friend that you've been missing. Live your life with a shoulda, woulda, coulda, no way. Die with the actual potential in you because you were too scared to show up, because you were beating yourself up and missing opportunities to let yourself feel freaking proud and build confidence. No, not you. This dream is not in you for accident. Like it's not just by chance that you've got this gut feeling that you want to do the thing that you feel called to do. Plus, there's a girl out there, out in the world, maybe on social media, maybe your coworker, maybe your daughter, maybe your future daughter who needs you to do it. So do it for you. All of those massive dreams that are on your heart, but also stay consistent and figure out a way to make this freaking work for her, for her too. Because she needs you showing up and showing her what's possible. It's not just about you anymore. You're on this growth path for a reason. I'm so freaking proud of you. I'm so honored to be on this journey with you. And I'm so damn grateful. Until next time, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.